It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad. All right. Hope your weekend is off to a great start. Thanks for starting it here on Inside Sports. Here's what's going on in the NHL in the third: Sabers and Capitals three three. Rangers up 4-1 on Pittsburgh. Early in the second period, Jets lead the Blue Jackets 2-1. Kyle Connor is 41st. Flames and Coyotes about to get underway. Flyers and Avalanche about to get underway. Oil Kings just getting underway in Lethbridge. And uh, if you want your update on the bracket here, about four minutes left in the second half. How about this? 15th seeded St. Peter's trailing number three Purdue, but only by a point, 56-55. Could a number 15 team go to the Elite Eight? That would be amazing. 11 and a half to go. Number one, Kansas leading number four, Providence, uh, 37-31. So uh, we'll keep an eye on those. Could be a huge upset in the making. I am pleased to welcome back to Inside Sports. He's going to be on the radio tomorrow. He's mostly on Sportsnet now doing the play-by-play. But we got him on Ched tomorrow night for the Battle of Alberta. It is my good friend Jack Michaels checking in. Hey, Jack, how are you doing? I'm supposed to be on Sportsnet. I, I'm no, I wherever they tell me I, to be I on. I didn't say supposed to. I said you're you're more often on Sportsnet these days. I did not say you're yeah, supposed I'm to be not on Sportsnet. Sure. If, trust me, I, if you went where you, I thought you were supposed to go, you know, we'll just leave that open-ended. But anyway, how are you doing? I, I'm doing well, Reed. I was actually driving in, uh, listening to someone else's pregame show in preparation for the Battle of Alberta uh, tomorrow. I hope you won't feel like I was cheating on you. Well, I, I do a little bit, but Pat Steinberg is a good friend of mine who does a good job, and I understand we, we, we got to get ready for that game coming up tomorrow night. I know we just we just kind of had an open block here, and Chris Gardner is uh, the studio producer tonight, so I said during the 7 o'clock news, I said, just call Jack and tell him he's coming on, and he'll do it on a couple minutes' notice. So what, it sounds like you're uh, you're driving, or maybe you're on like a gondola at a ski hill. Like, What are you doing? I'm driving into downtown Calgary as we speak. Uh, I'm not going to the game, but I'll be uh, I'll be listening and watching the game, and uh, again uh, taking some notes down for tomorrow. Also, I just got a text from Pat Steinberg who said, "Good friend" would be a bit of a stretch. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, because I'm sure Pat flipped over to Inside Sports as soon as the Flames game started. <laughs> he, he said he said friend would be sufficient. Good would be starting to exaggerate grossly. I just I, I just flipped over to this uh, uh, basketball game. I, I'm just double checking. I don't think a 15 seed has ever gone to the Elite Eight, have they? No, I don't think they have. In fact, I think that they're as far as they've ever been right now. Uh, the lowest yeah, the- seed that I could think of that went to the Final Four would be George Mason in 2006. There's been some 11s, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so a couple years ago, that Florida Gulf Coast team got to the Sweet 16. Right, uh, yeah. 
I don't think they've been beyond the Sweet 16 is what I was saying. So this would oh, be sorry. significant if they're able to upend uh, Purdue. This, like the, the one person who picked them in their bracket to go to the Elite Eight. It's, it's like watching this game. Okay, I, I just so the two 15 seeds before this year had made it to the Sweet 16. Oral Roberts last year and Florida Gulf Coast was already back in 2013. I thought that was just a couple of years ago. I th- wasn't that the school that they didn't even have a formal campus or something? They just had a bunch of trailers? I, there's some, there was some school that had some weird story behind it. Uh, All okay. I remember about Florida Gulf Coast is they just kept alley-ooping their way to the Sweet 16. They, <laughs> they had a lot of dunkers on that team, as I recall. Now, do you fill out a bracket? No, I don't. I used to be so into this tournament, and to be honest with you, uh, the one and done and that kind of thing has slowly chipped away at my interest in college basketball. But I do, I do pay attention a little bit at this time of year and try to follow it. Yeah, I always fill in a bracket, but I used to follow it. Um, but I agree, the the one and done. I mean, I remember, you know, Duke had Bobby Hurley and Leitner for four years, and UNLV had Larry Johnson, and Michigan had, I don't know if all of the Fab Five lasted for four years, but you know what I mean? You had all these ongoing storylines year after year after year. Now it's all, it seems like it's even more than ever, it's just all about the coaches. Right, exactly. They, they all used to be there for at least two uh, you know, sometimes three years. I think Weber was there for two for the Fab Five, and 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 Rose and Howard lasted for three. But yeah, it's it, it's hard to develop an allegiance when when the guys are on the move. But I I still check it out from time to time. All right, um, I understand. Do you have a special guest accompanying you to the hockey game tomorrow? I do. I, I brought my son Tyler. It's the start of spring break, and uh, he and the rest of my family are, are heading out east to uh, see my family, you know, my extended family, and uh, visit some colleges uh, on behalf of my daughter. So this would be the one day uh, as part of spring break that I get to spend with him. So I, I figured I'd, I'd take advantage of it. I guess that's the one uh, experience that might be different for you as a father with with kids who like sports is that you can't actually watch the game with them. That's I, I suppose that's the one drawback of your job when it comes to being a, a dad watching. You can't watch an Oilers game with them per se. Exactly. So yeah, this is this is an opportunity for uh, you know for him to come down. They've seen the Battle of Alberta. I, I brought him down a few years ago as a family, but. Uh, this is just a guy's trip, so it's just me and my son Tyler, and and uh, you know, as a matter of fact, we're pulling into downtown right now and getting a nice big steak dinner. So uh, you know, like I said, an opportunity to spend a little time. It's a one-off trip for the Oilers, as you know, and uh, you know, we'll we'll just hope we're enjoying the ride back tomorrow because. Uh, I know it'll be the second of a back-to-back Calgary, but I don't think there's a guarantee, even though Markstrom starts tonight against Arizona. Uh, he has played the second of a back-to-back uh, twice in the last couple of months. So I don't think it's a stone-cold moral lock that Daniel Vladar will get the call against the Oilers tomorrow. All right. You know, I've got a great stat from a caller named Jason, and I'll have to update this for the uh, the, the face-off show tomorrow because I guess it could change. McDavid 
Dreisaitl, Yamamoto, and Kane have had have scored 33 goals in the month much of uh, month. Geez, month of March. <laughs> uh, 16 teams have yet to score 33 goals this month. Yeah, no, I, I, they've been on an absolute tear, and you got to give you got to give Jay Woodcroft a lot of credit for flipping the center iceman and and moving McDavid with Kane and Yamamoto instead of Drysaddle. Uh, you know, that line alone has 20 goals over the last eight games. Uh, Drysaddle continues to heat up and, and continues to kind of hunt down 50 for the second time in his career. I mean, 50. You know, I, I when when we talk about you know when when people out east talk about Austin Matthews challenging Drysaddle, let alone McDavid, uh, I, I'm very eager to remind those people, and it might change this year that uh, you know there's a guy who's won the Hart Trophy and scored 50 goals in the season, and the other guy is named Austin Matthews. I mean, I, look, this is uh, elite company they've been keeping for quite a while. And I think it's very instructive uh, for all of us to remind ourselves of what exactly uh, the Oilers' two best players have done in their career relative to some other players that are often thrust into that conversation without necessarily having the same kind of merits, at least in my estimation. Jack, uh, before I let you go, and thanks for doing this while you're driving. Now, I have never done this walk at the Saddle Dome, and I didn't even really know much about it. I guess people are just used to it. But then when Rob was there a few weeks ago, he talked about that walk to the yeah, media. Yeah, he didn't love it. He didn't love so it. So how, how do you I find still it? I do <laughs> So how, how, like, is it the most harrowing walk Ever there must be some other arenas you've been in where it's like uncomfortable to get to the booth. No, no, not like Calgary, not nothing close. I mean, I, I, I would say it is. I mean, harrowing might be a bit strong. It's it's unpleasant. We'll put it to you that way. And and yeah, I can confirm. I I don't think Rob was thrilled about it. Um, now obviously. He knew that then the next three hours of his life would also be spent with me. So that could have factored in his look of relative disappointment, terror, disengagement, whatever you want to call it. Yes, that that could also have created discomfort for him. Okay. Well, Jack, it is always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for just uh, coming on. Like I said, we basically, I just told Chris, call Jack, see if he wants to do something. And uh, and you did it, so I, that's always very uh, appreciative that you do hop on, basically whenever I I want to have you on. You're a kind man. Yeah, no, it's a it's a real thrill to fill in the gaps in your show uh, caused by disenchanted former guests. So thank you so much. <laughs> right. I, you know, I really I really love the coveted seventeen fifteen slot on a Friday night when everyone else is uh, gearing up for, for a night out on the town. No, I, yeah. I'm, I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, if, if Tyler wants to call in on the open line and break down your performance, we're fine with that as well. Uh, Tyler has fallen asleep during the course of this conversation. <laughs> as, as I'm sure many of my listeners do on a nightly basis. I'll talk, you're on, oh, by the way, you're on the face-off show tomorrow at like uh, 7.20, so be ready for that. I'll consider that, and uh, I have my people get with your people. Okay.
That is Jack Michaels, play-by-play voice for the Edmonton Oilers on 6.30, Chad, and on Sportsnet, depending on his assignment for that night. Of course, Bob Stoffer's been doing some play-by-play the last couple of games with uh, Cam Moon on the uh, DL. As uh, You know what it's like in the world. We get a rearrange with some things going on. Uh, this is incredible. 38 seconds left. 15th-seeded St. Peter's leads third-seeded Purdue by four points in uh, what would be well, it would be NCAA history. They'd be the first number 15 seed to make it to the Elite Eight. And I wonder how many people picked them in their brackets. We'll keep you updated. You can chime in as well, 780-496-0063. That is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. I, I Jack always gets me laughing. We're coming right back. This is, a, this is the great thing about the NCAA tournament. You don't need to know anything about the players, the teams. You can turn on the TV and you can see one team has a little 15 next to their name as that's their seat in their region. And the other team has a little three. And you know that the 15 should not be beating the three, especially at this stage of the tournament. And it might happen. So there's 4.1 seconds left. St. Peter's has a player at the line who just made a free throw to make it 66-64, and he's got another shot coming up. St. Peter's University is in Jersey City, New Jersey. Their home arena is called Run Baby Run Arena. It seats 3,200. The team name is the Peacocks. Purdue's got a desperation three-pointer to force overtime. It is no good, and St. Peter's is advancing to the Elite Eight. First number 15 seed in the history of this tournament to make it that far. This is St. Peter's fourth appearance in the tournament. In 1991, they were a 12 seed. They lost to number five, Texas. They were a 15 seed in 1995. They lost to number two, Massachusetts. In 2011, last time they were in the tournament, they were a 14 seed. So they're always an underdog coming in. And they played Purdue that year and lost Uh, fairly badly by 22 points this year they beat number two Kentucky 85 79 in overtime they beat number seven Murray State by 10 and now they win by three over Purdue I I got it's difficult to put this in context of other sports I mean we've seen Cinderella runs in the NHL including one by the Oilers in 06 Uh, I I would say that something like this is even more unlikely than a seven or eight seed going to the Stanley cup final or winning the Stanley cup, or even more unlikely than, you know, a wild card team winning the super bowl. Like this would be like, you know, they, for some reason they let uh, Arizona coyotes into the playoffs. So they go to the Stanley cup final or win a couple rounds. This is incredible. Um, We'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk more about this. Uh, I think we're going to get Paul, We'll get Paul Sir from Basketball Alberta on in a couple of minutes. Uh, but we got Sir Robert hanging on the line. Sir Robert, uh, how are you doing? Do you got a bracket going on? I do. I do. It's I do, and I certainly I sir I certainly did not have uh, uh, a Saint Pe- I certainly did not have the uh, Saint Peter's Peacocks making it this far. <laughs> yeah, I learned a lot about the school in the last few minutes looking it up. <laughs> yeah, but I mean no. Well, but I mean, you know what? I will say this. 
you know what? I've always been uh, I've always been one to to cheer for uh, the underdog. So you know what? For me, I enjoy seeing this. It's a great story, and um, and I mean, you know what? I hope that yeah, and you know what? I hope they can go all the way. I really do. All right, all and right. Then, we, got, uh, we got we got a couple minutes. What's on your mind? And then uh, a couple couple thoughts on the uh, on the game tomorrow. I mean. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I mean, looking at the standings coming into tonight, we're seven points back at Calgary. Calgary, by some miracle, loses tonight. I don't think they will, but if they do, and the Oilers go in there tomorrow and beat them, the Oilers are within five points of Calgary for first place. I was uh, I was talking about this earlier today with somebody, whether or not the Oilers could possibly catch Calgary. I don't think they will. Personally, I think Calgary would have to completely fall off a cliff for that to happen. But I mean, you know what? Either way, I think tomorrow it's going to be it's going to be a heck of a game. The Oilers having a, 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 you know a full lineup for the first time since basically November. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Were you on the were you uh, to get the outdoor rinks must be all melted now, eh? Oh yeah, long gone, long gone. No, no more. Uh, so what do you do uh, on a Friday night now? Because you've called in from the ODR a couple of times. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, now, well, this, uh, well, this time now it's going to uh, the uh, uh, the Williger Rec Center. I switched sports completely. It goes from hockey right over to <laughs> basketball now. That's awesome. Okay, Sir Robert, we'll probably talk to you tomorrow night. Have a great weekend, man. All right, Reed. Thanks a lot. All right, that is uh, Sir Robert. Uh, this St. Peter's thing is incredible. Paul Sir is going to join us to break it down after the news. 6.30 Chad, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.